Hello, my name's Richard. Hi, my name is Peter. And uh, this is a We're Not Wizards special. It is the second quick start on the kickstart with Peter Blenkern from Inside the Box Board Games. And this is week number two and a bit of the Subterra campaign. So, Peter, word from the... It's almost like a war... It's like a correspondent type of thing. <laughs> Hi, Peter. Do you want to tell us what's happening on the front of Subterra? <laughs> <laughs> Well, from the uh, the front lines, you know. Yes. How's your How's your week been? <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's It's been hard work, <laughs> um, but it's definitely been an exciting week on the project. Like the um, the sort of the biggest thing that we've done since last time was we announced a like a competition. Um, so one of the things that backers have been asking for um, a lot in the kind of the comment section on the updates or in tweets to us, messages, all that kind of stuff, um, was the the horrors, the kind of nasty. Uh, ambiguously defined monsters of the game. Um, yes. They wanted to see them, you know, as a miniature. Um, so we originally hadn't bothered um, sort of casting them as miniatures to start with. Um, so we thought, you know, we'll keep them kind of ambiguous, get that sense of fear and dread and that you don't really know what it is. Um, um, and then we just have the, the cavers, the, the characters, as um, the miniatures that we, we put in the add-on set and stuff. Um, but then loads of people said, you know, really would be cool is you know, if we could have some some horror miniatures. So we thought, ah, well, we don't really know what that would look like. Hmm. Um, because, you know, we spent so long thinking we don't want to think about what they would look like, try and keep them as abstract as possible, that when yeah. people said they, they wanted the opposite of that, it kind of threw us. Um, so we ended up kind of just saying, well, what do you think? Um, so we set up a competition where backers could submit um, their sketches, ideas, um, you know, random bits of artwork and stuff for, for a concept for the horror miniature. And then what we do is we uh, give five finalists um, a you know, pile of stuff to say thank you. We put yeah. them out to an open poll um, to, to the rest of the backers and be like, which one do you want? Um, so we've now, we've now finished the submissions for that. And we've got about 85 submissions so far. Um, so this is people well, just sitting down in front of a piece of paper or a computer and putting together something off their own back then completely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, what we want to do is like, you know, make it, make it worth people's while, not just like, you know, take the mick. Um, so that's why I say, you know, the finalists will get a, a load of cool stuff. Um, the winner will get like a statuette of the miniature that we finally sculpt from their artwork. Um, and everyone that competes will, will get put into the development diaries and on the website and stuff, you know, with portfolios if they've got them. Um, so yeah, it turned out to be really popular. You know, loads of people was like, "Oh, this is a really cool idea, really nice way to get backers involved." Um, and you know, it's a, it a good way for us as well to be like, "Well, we, we kind of don't want to pin this down to something yeah. that might be very different to what people would like." Um, so we've got all that set up now. We've had absolutely amazing ones. Like we we had two different uh, teams, of guys from the the Philippines, um, you know, like a kind of uh, studios there that had sent in like about 10 submissions each for like for their teams oh uh, which is really cool um you know we had someone's nine-year-old kid have a go we have had like <laughs> professional illustrators amateurs like people scribbling things on bits of paper some people doing digital illustrations like absolutely everything one person sent a sketch of a snoopy which is a bit weird um but kind of funny okay. um but yeah that's, that's, that's kind of taken up a lot of our time this week so kind of sifting through all those you know setting criteria for the competition um you know we've just done um an announcement tonight to to say that we've you know closed it off and we're, we're now choosing through uh well sifting through all the, the submissions to get us our final five um which will be exciting and hopefully by the end of the week we'll have our have our winner and then we'll be commissioning a sculpt of it um, which would be pretty fun 
I mean, where are we? I mean, at the campaign. I mean, this is um, this is Monday. It's the mm-hmm. um, it's quite late at night because we're both up and we're both busy. But we're you've hit one hundred and thirty-six thousand pounds. Yep. Um, over two and a half thousand backers. You've still got twenty-four days to go. Yeah. Has <laughs> it? I mean, I take it there's been a bit of a a slight slowdown in. Oh the yeah, legends, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's to be expected, you know. Regardless yeah. of kind of where, you know, even if the numbers are big, which which they are, you know, each day we're getting absolutely fantastic amounts of backers and, and comments and pledges. You know, it's it's still relatively slower, and you see pretty much the same kind of curve with every sort of Kickstarter graph. Um, yeah, you, know, you get that exactly. initial rush of people who who know who know who you are, who know your product. Um, you know, for us, we're really fortunate. We got a lot of people that, that were really invested in the idea to start with. Which gave us that, that initial surge. Um, you know, we're getting people come through Facebook, Board Game Geek, that kind of stuff, just hearing about it. We're not coming in for the last few weeks. Um, you know, and towards the end of the, the campaign, we'll probably have a, you know, another upsurge as well as, you know, people who are maybe umming and ahhing about whether they wanted to commit or not, seeing, oh, wow, there's like 90 different stretch goals or something. Let's just jump on and, uh, and grab a copy. Um, and, but, um, uh, I mean, I mean, are you, where are you stretch goals wise then? <laughs> well, we, we at now? We, I think something like 30, yeah. So we, we've gone in towards the 30, 31th in about probably, well, £486 time, um, which shouldn't be too long, the right things are going. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've been cruising through them, even though the, you know, the gaps between them are getting bigger and bigger, obviously, as, we, as the campaign grows. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, unfortunately has to be the case with the, the sheer numbers we're working with now. Um you know, we're still we're still getting one every couple of days, which is pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got. I think it's everything up to one hundred and fifty-five thousand is revealed. Um, yeah. So that should that should keep us going for a good probably a, <laughs> at least a week. Um, keep you going till Friday at this rate. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is pretty cool. But I mean, we've got plans um, for stuff after that. We know we're just, we're just locking down the details until we reveal it. You're right, you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just got this um, continual cough that has been going on, which I'll, I shall cut that bit out so I appear to be kind of slightly professional. Um, <laughs> how, um, obviously, you've had the backer support and everything like that. When you're getting into the second week, and what's the community support been like amongst the kind of the other creators that you you know? What's that kind of been like? Pretty good. Like, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the people that are kind of, at least, you know, we know within the industry, yeah, like they've been, they've been really supportive. Uh-huh. Um, you know, some people maybe don't even like the game. You know, not every game's for everyone, but they've been really, really nice. You know, they've, they know kind of, you know, how much work we put in and know kind of that, you know, it means a lot to us as a project. Um, you know, we've had loads of people, you know, other companies splashing, you know, the Kickstarter link all over the place saying, Hey, our mates at you know IT people games have just done this thing. We think it's really cool. You should check it out. Yeah, um, which is which has been really nice. Like to see so many. You know, I mean, these, these guys are friends, right? The, the people that, that I've met and made friends with at conventions and, and all sorts of stuff. But you know, to for them to to use their you know their their company Facebook pages or you know their convention Facebook pages um, and mailing lists and stuff to to shout about our game is is really amazing. Like it. It's not something that you're ever really obligated to do, obviously, because you know, everyone has to be careful what they put on their on their stuff. Yeah, um, you know, you don't saturate the 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 kind of whatever channels you're using. But to to see so many people doing that is is really nice. 
Um, and it's there's been a lot of you know people being you know even just sending me a message and being like you know nice one mate I saw you got another stretch goal and stuff which is it's really encouraging. What's um is am I right in seeing you've been featured in an article quite recently? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell yeah. us what this is all about? <laughs> so I I caught a tweet earlier today. Um, like I, it was on my, my my personal Twitter account. Um, which I very rarely use, um, but I I caught it on my on my phone um, that someone had uh, tagged me in a tweet saying you know like oh it's cool to be mentioned along with so and so and so and so and so and so and, and myself. And I was like oh, I wonder what this is. So I logged into my like personal one and saw it's a link to the New Statesman. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, it's a like a left leaning political magazine in the UK, um, and. It's quite well known, um, to say the least. Just a um, little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's just a fairly, fairly major publication. Um, and I was like, oh, this is a bit weird. And then I remembered that back at UK Games Expo in 2016, um, my mum, who was helping me at my stand, um, gave me a call as I was like talk- chatting to someone else across the hall. Um, I was like, get back here quickly, come on. And I was like, what on earth is happening? Thinking that, like, you know, someone's punch one of the demonstrators or like someone's <laughs> flip the table or something silly um, and it's like oh my gosh what's going on and then it turned out um, that there was a rather dashing um, New Statesman reporter um, who was at the expo um, I'm not quite sure whether he was like there to do an article specifically or whether he just ended up doing one yeah. but at the time we were doing uh, Statecraft's our political game um, and clearly he was very interested in it was, was chatting a little bit of politics de- <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, so he ended up chatting to, to the demonstrators, um, which for context were like my best mate, my girlfriend, and one of my friends from work, <laughs> and my mum. So chatting along with him and watching people play the game, thought it was really interesting, and then I jumped along and, and sort of chatted him through it, sort of chatted about how it was all very like, basically a massive politics nerd <laughs> like embedded in the game. Um, he seemed quite interested by it, and then he got chatting to me about um, you know the kind of the industry as a whole. Then he was like, "How on earth do you make a living out of this?" So I was like, "You know, obviously the, the Kickstarter stuff and the fact that we're reaching so many people yeah. is making it much more viable for small people to make games as a living." Um, and I thought, "Oh, this is really cool! Like someone in the kind of mainstream political media being interested in, in my personal game thing." Um, and then he was like, "Oh, cool!" You know, took a business card and then kind of went on his way. And he literally just published this article, um, which used the phrase, "What was it?" This is like, he described me as gangly and eloquent with a impressive froth of beard, which was a nice turn of phrase. See, I don't want to say anything, Peter, but you know, there's been definitely a lot of beard talk um, <laughs> of late, and um, I'm, you know, I'm not saying. I'm just, you know, it's an observation. I mean, if somebody from the New Statesman is picking it up, then there's a p- potentiality that a little bit of this is true. I'm just, you know. <laughs> so there you go. So is that weird? I mean, going in like a, I mean, a recognised kind of publication. I mean, are you? This is the other thing. Okay, you're in. You're now in a successful Kickstarter campaign. There's no shying away from that unless something horrific happens. This is all go and you've bust the budget by potentially almost 10 times and you're reaching that kind of maybe happy medium where people are wanting to be associated with you because you've got a successful Kickstarter campaign as opposed to what maybe what a lot of campaigns do which is they're fighting tooth and nail for people to maybe give them a bit of, a bit of kind of publicity. Um I mean, 
Are you still? I mean, are you? You must be excited. You must be. Have you? Have you? I take it you're still sleeping quite well. <laughs> Just about. Just about. <laughs> has it become a reality yet? I mean, has it clicked in that? Okay, we're we're now on this journey, and this journey is going like up and down, like a you know a very very exciting kind of thrill ride, and we don't know where it's going to stop. I mean, it's twenty four days to go. I think it's it's. It's a weird experience. Like it's not very like one dimensional. Mm. Like so, you know, when when we got you know day one and we absolutely smashed the goal, it was just pure excitement. Yeah, like unadulterated. Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> so many people just been like, "Oh, this is cool." Um, and then second day, basically just completely crap myself, um, thinking that all my like carefully tuned plans I put in place you know my projections for the campaign were completely thrown in the bin like I literally just chucked a load of paper in the bin off my desk it was like this is all useless now because I was expecting it to go far worse than it did um so I had to you know rework all the numbers do all the shipping plans again you know rework all the stretch goal stuff do a load more graphics at page like the first week was really stressful um because I needed you know make sure that all the things I promised to people we could still deliver on that the volumes that we were going for now yeah um which, you know, and it does change things. You know, volume makes things cheaper, but it also makes things more complicated. Yeah. Um, so you've got to be really careful. Um, so it's a kind of weird mixture of, like, it's really exciting because you've got so many people who are, like, really in your corner. Uh, you know, e- even back as who were quite critical, it's, it's actually really helpful. You know, people saying, you know, I, I can't believe you did this. This was so silly. And you're like, I'd never seen it like that before. That's really helpful that you, like, noticed that and thought it was a problem. Yeah. I mean, you don't um, want the... I mean, it's all very well having the guys that say, you're super amazing and fantastic and being kind of like the guys that are obviously backing you and believing you. But it's nice to see the occasional cynic turn up and say yeah. things it's... like, oh, if it's that colour, then that's not going to work with us. You do realise that. Or I would do this slightly differently. And you're kind of like, you're cynical, as, But then again, you have a very, <laughs> very good point And let me just <laughs> go and change that kind of thing. Yeah, um, it's it's hard to read sometimes. Like, you know... I think one of the one of the difficulties is, you know, even though I didn't design this game, you know, it's, it's Tim's design. Yeah. It, because because for me, like, you know, I have a very like personal kind of emphasis on the on the company branding. You know, it's it, you know, kind of, I'm I'm the face that everyone sees. Um, you know, when someone criticizes what we're doing, it feels quite personal, and it's it shouldn't be really, but it's it's quite hard sometimes when someone says, you know, what, Pierre, this is complete crap. Um, to not take that, like, oh my gosh, I spent twenty hours doing that, like, what on earth? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of that. That's kind of like the other side to it, and it's like it's really exciting to have so many people behind you, and it's an incredible feeling. But at the same time, you feel like an enormous amount of pressure at this point. Like, you know, when we when we finished Statecraft, we had just over a thousand backers, and it was yeah. only in the last day that we got that many people. You know, we're talking six or seven hundred in the last few days. Um, now we've got four times that number. Do you feel do you feel under pressure to be doing as much promotion as you maybe had planned? I mean, are you? It do you almost feel like well, if we've come this far, we might as well go the whole hog? I mean, as is the is the promotion level that you were gonna do? Are you still kind of on that track, or has has the type of the promotion side of things have you had to reconsider what you were doing maybe on like you know the board game geeks? social media stuff i mean is that something mm. you've had to relook at or revisit since the the campaign's doing so well yeah definitely i think like the the whole campaign is it as it's been kind of up until this point it's been very much like okay so 
we we burn through plan A within the first five hours. Hmm. So we need to then you know move on, progress to plan B. Um, you know if if this happens, then you know break this and pull out this extra plan. And it's like we've done that about ten times in a row. So, um, you know, in terms of things like like advertising and promotion and stuff, you know, get, getting the word out to more people. You know, we've mm. we've had adverts on KickTrack and on you know sponsored few Facebook adverts on on the on the, the the main Facebook page and stuff. You know, we've we've partnered with a few Facebook groups to like run like competitions and stuff. Yeah, and like how have you found that, how have you found Facebook to be in terms of like the ad type ad type of thing based on the kind of the backers? Do you get are you able to get that granular or is it really kind of like a it's quite hard to track. Like we've yeah. been, like I feel like we, we, we try to be quite precise with it. You know, doing like custom tag links and stuff, and, and doing all sorts of analytics. But like, realistically, like Facebook ads aren't that useful. Hmm. Like, you know, in, thinking in terms of like you know the money you might spend on a Facebook ad, yeah, you get a lot of reach. You know, a lot of people see that advert, so that's useful. Yeah, but unless you get the click throughs into people that kickstart a page, which a general paid ad is not really gonna get you. Like it's mm. it's not really worth doing. Like it's it's probably worth more my time rather than spending, you know, hundred quid on a, a massive advert splash to just spend that time uh, you know, just chatting to people on Board Game Geek. Like yeah. about nothing. <laughs> like you know, um just so people get to know me a bit more, get to know what we're doing. Um rather than have feel you like they're just being sell to So have you found spending that time on on uh, Board Game Geek to be kind of more helpful then kind of like helping the brand helping yourself get kind of more exposure because that's where your audience is actually going to be for the game yeah exactly i mean like the you know cynical as it sounds like you know go find the consumer and chat to them like you know if you're a i don't know a plumber or something like you don't hang around on on your facebook page like you know, you, you go talk to people in the pub, and you end up saying like, "Oh, you know, my my mate's got a problem with his with his sink at home," and you go, "Oh, it's my business card," you know, like, and then you carry yeah. on and have your pint. So it's yeah. not exactly like a you're not trying to hard sell people because it's just obnoxious, but like letting people know that you you do a thing is is helpful. You know, people might like what you do, they might not. If they don't, they move on. If they do, they ask you more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just being helpful to people. I think there's there's a lot to be said for like. Particularly on a lot of the forums, like if there's another publisher or if there's a you know just a general gamer who's asking a question, like it's nice to feel like you're being helpful. Do you I feel? People... Do you feel you've got to be more accessible because of you being what you're doing? Because I mean, I can't imagine um, putting this maybe in line with say a video game maker. Yeah, mm. I can't imagine a video game producer designer or anything being near as accessible as I've seen the kind of the board game community um, which yeah, is strange because um, it's kind of like the same you would say it's the same creative industry but I mean me, I've been involved in video games um, in the past and it's very very different type of community, the board game community I mm. wouldn't expect the level of interaction that you have done that um, you wouldn't get that through maybe a lot of kind of video games, but I guess it's a different, it's a little, it's a different type of community. There's a lot. Potentially, more to, yeah, yeah. I think um, one of the the big things I've noticed, particularly like especially since going to so many conventions recently, it's just been how like sociable, not just board gaming as a hobby is, but the board gaming scene is. I want to say, yeah, like you know it's. Not just things like you know the Facebook groups, Board Game Geek, 
Reddit, even um, Twitter, whatever. You know, there's a, there's a lot of internet chatter. Yes. But things like um, you know, if I like take as an example, two different conventions I went to recently, like Dragon Meet down in London and um, an Aircon up in Bradford. Mm. Um, you know, I went up to up to one of Bradford's. Um, I knew the organizer, Mark Cook. Um, we see come down to uh, the networking event I run. Um, you go up there and it's like rock up at the event, and you know, if it was any other kind of business event where I, you know, paid to be there to do my kind of little stall or whatever. I probably wouldn't talk to the person who organized it. But, you know, Mark slept on my couch when he was, say, down in London because um, he, didn't have, you know, didn't want to spend, like, 90 quid for a hotel. Yeah. Um, and, you know, went up there and he was like, oh, I know you're all right, Peter. And we had a good chat and a catch-up and, like, you know, he was asking me how the, the game was going and stuff. And then, you know, we go down to, to Dragon Meet and we end up at the, you know, stalls next to each other. We just had a good crack all day. Um, and it's just, it just feels like such a, like a friendly environment. Like people really want to help each other. You know, I, I don't know whether that's because, you know, the, the industry, particularly in the UK is in its infancy and people recognize that lots of people are, you know, having to work really hard to, to make it that, you know, people want to kind of help each other up. Um, or whether it's kind of, you know, that maybe the social aspect of gaming itself means that people just feel like that anyway. Um, I don't know if it's maybe the entry level that you can start off being a guy that lives in the same place as his studio and put together a board game and have it kind of out there. Whereas, I guess, video games kind of take an awful lot more money. You can, Everybody can... You know, there's a potentiality for everybody to to start from very little and go up there. So I think there's maybe a potential for people to, to help each other. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the... It's, it's interesting you mentioned about like sort of entry levels. I mean, there's there's loads of numbers that keep getting sort of trotted out, um, as well as in that article mentioned earlier, yeah. about how much more uh, tabletop games get on Kickstarter than video games. And it's it's almost obvious because, like, you know, if you're someone who hasn't done a maths degree and doesn't have a, the faintest idea about game theory... Um, you know, you're not an engineer. You're not. You're not someone who has the technical tools to kind of create a game in a very like specific scientific way necessarily. Um, but you you played a bunch of games. You you know the tools. Um, you maybe don't understand why the tools are there, but you know how to use them. Yeah. Um, you know, you know how to to repurpose um, mechanics that you've seen in other games. Um, you know, understand the interaction between components and the game mechanics and the theme, and you can make something. Like you, you don't need to understand it all. No, you know, but but if you you know intimately at least, you can create a really good game without needing to do that. Now, obviously, if you do understand it, it does make it easier. Um, you know, if you're a Ranikinitia and you're a mathematician in the finance industry, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, but uh, but there's a lot of people who have absolutely no technical background at all who've made absolutely amazing games. Whereas if you're in the video games industry, you've got to be a computer scientist. There's no getting around it. Like you can be a level designer if you're really like want to go kind of the sort of high level, um, but if you want to create an entire game on your own, yeah, you'd actually have to understand like you know 3D graphics stuff, which you know I studied at university and I still barely understand it. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you know, I, like I have a bit of software experience, but like I couldn't do a video game unless it was something really really basic. Like yeah. I could probably do Pong if I really put my mind to it. <laughs> um, but like you know, if I try to make something that felt as if it had a similar sort of place in the market relative to kind of the, the big titles as what I do in the tabletop industry, it'd be completely overwhelming. Like, you know, if you try to make a small world, you've got a fighting chance. But if you try and make a Call of Duty, you've got no chance at all. Like, it's well, just I mean, not happening. I mean, it'd be very, very difficult to do a, to do a kind of a sub-terra 
on 160k. <laughs> Let's face it, <laughs> if it was a video game, you know, um, it's just you, you know most of these projects require an awful lot of an awful lot of money. Um, mm. But I'm aware we're getting away from the main the main topic at hand. Sure. Um, <clears throat> stretch goals. Um, mm-hmm. We've obviously had the the fake. Peter Blink and Beard. I'm just wondering if I noticed that that didn't get um, triggered when you not went yet. through a couple not of yet. stretch goals recently. Um, <laughs> um, I was also thinking um, beard torches as well, mm, which are little yeah, torches nice you can hang because you used to get like kind like of baubles. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking because I saw that at Christmas. You know, beard baubles, and I thought well, yeah. beard torches for going about could be working, but. See, New Statesman has just nicked my thunder over this whole thing that I can't. I have to refer to something else. What's in store for week three? I mean, we've had our design competition. I mean, one of the next things that people talk about is social, social stretch goals. What are you thinking for week three now that we're kind of? We're, I mean, we've still got twenty-four days to go. Well, yeah, every three weeks. What's the plans now for the next for the next week now? There's, there's a few things. Um, there's a couple of really big stretch goal announcements, which right. aren't part of the game itself. Um, one is related to the game, and one is to support the game. Right. Um, and they'll be fairly high-level stretch goals that, that's going to require a lot of funding. Um, right. But they should be really interesting. It's, it's, as far as I'm aware, one of them is very rarely done on Kickstarters, and one of them is, as far as I've seen, has never been done before All um, right, as, okay. p- as part of an actual game's Kickstarter. It's not something that's completely unique, but it, it should be pretty cool. Um, so that, that's kind of one thing. So kind of keep an eye out for, for some stretch goal announcements. Um, and the other thing is, hopefully, we'll be doing a couple of um, like live playthroughs. Um, so I've been chatting with the guys that run uh, Tabletopia, um, and they're going to be doing like a, a Tabletopia live session with me, um, oh, cool. and potentially okay. Tim as well. Um, so they'll be broadcasting that through the Tabletopia system um, to Tabletopia users. Um, and as far as I'm aware, you'll probably be able to access that afterwards as well. Um, so we're hoping to do a few more kind of live playthroughs or interactive event type things. Um, I'm probably going to do uh, like a solo playthrough at some point through Facebook as well. All right, okay. Because um, I've got got all the stuff hopefully set up right to do that now. <laughs> um, Had to boost my internet to make it work. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's a few there's a few bits and bobs like that, and you know we'll, we'll just kind of have to see where it goes, I suppose. Um, <laughs> you wake up tomorrow morning and see what's happening, and kind of take it from there. I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, it's things like you know we had to basically ring up everyone in the team. I'm like, right, okay, this is this has gone a bit mad. Um, you need to all clear your diaries for the next two months, <laughs> um, <laughs> which everyone was like perfectly happy to do because obviously you know like particularly for the artists, like it's 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 a really satisfying moment for me to be like, okay, so we've had a really you know hard job getting everything done on time. You know, yeah. I've had to push people quite hard to make sure that everything gets done enough yeah. for the campaign. Um, but to be able to say, don't worry, like we're going to have a lot of fun stuff to do now. Like it's the hard work's over. We've done the core content. You know, mm. now David the Illustrator gets to just go crazy and do like ten different pieces of, of what we call story art, which are basically just fun paintings. Like we're doing them as art prints, as add-ons. Um, you know, we're giving them away as kind of freebies to people. Yeah. Um, you know, including more art in the the rulebook and stuff, just for fun, basically. Yeah. Because um, it it just creates that like nice atmosphere of the game. Like it's it's fun for people to put on the walls, and it's it's great to be able to pay an artist to do stuff that he's enjoying doing. 
um, which is really nice. Um, you know, helping everyone kind of keep the lights on. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, that's what you want. But I guess you're able to go to people and 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 I guess have conversations with people now and say, "What about this? Could we consider this?" When the kind of I guess the budget that you're on is is a little bit more than than kind of what you thought, which must be which must be quite good. But we shall keep an eye on it all. <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, definitely. As normal, for everybody that is out there listening just now, um, the links the, sh- the links to the campaign will be in the show notes. And as we say, this is a, just a special one-off that myself and Peter are going to be doing for the next, well, for the next 24 days at least <laughs> until the campaign runs. And then we'll have a roundup show when we see what the final scores on the doors are for, for uh, until then. Um, anything else you want to drop in before we sign off for this quick stuff? Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, before I uh, completely forget. So, we're doing a, a competitive game jam at the ITB head office on Saturday, okay. um, which is the 28th. Um, yes. And if you're in the London area and you want to come and compete for a uh, chance of getting your game published into a fun promo copy um, and a bunch of prizes and just have a good laugh. Um, then the info is on the Facebook page um, or on the website and all the usual places. Um, but yeah, so sales pitch over. <laughs> and we'll make sure that that's in the, um, the... Well, it'll be in the show notes anyway, so you can pick it up, have a look, because we put show notes there, so we have show notes to show. Um, in the meantime, for everybody out there that's listening to um, our little informative bit of a gem that you could potentially <laughs> find underground um, I think uh, today's this week's watchword is remember batteries for your torch <laughs> I think is the main thing oh, yeah. because you never know what horrors are out there um, although again, soon you will <laughs> you will I know you'll find out in the next couple of weeks what horrors are actually out there cool um, until the next time though it um, it is going to be a goodbye from me, goodbye, and goodbye and from me as well. Yes, remember, as I said, stay safe, keep your batteries, watch out for horrors, and uh, if you know of anybody else that likes likes the theme that's into board games, let them have a listen and let them see the campaign. Until then, bye bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>